This episode of Steel Wars is available in full video at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. The link is in this episode's show description notes. Just look down there on your app, click it, and treat your eyes. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And each week, normally, we speak to a person of interest about Star Wars, but this week... It's four times the action. Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. Maybe, maybe not. It depends on which guest we're talking to at the time. But uh, I thought it would be interesting because I was. Uh, they just announced officially after months of um, rumours, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit because we've got some rumour mongers on the line. Little gossips, little chirpy tweeters. <laughs> but um, it was announced that uh, Bad Batch is going to be a cartoon on Disney Plus. And I haven't got the tweet in front of me here, but it was a, a tale of two cities from a certain <laughs> point of view. Corey's tweet was just like, praise Filoni. We are, this is the New Testament. I'm here. Corey's up on the mountain shirtless with his hard drive ready to download, um, taking in the good word. And then underneath that, I think, um, was the emoji equivalent of a, a girl doing a meh thing from um, our beloved podcast friends at the Cano by Dispatch. So I thought it'd be fun to get both these podcasts on for a bit of a... Um, a podcast tag team match where our guests who I'll introduce from the Kessel run transmissions. Is that the right way around? That's yes. The way. You got it. <laughs> Do you know the thing about that? Because these guys have, have formed their, their two channels together and done a remix name is even when idiots like me have finally remembered it, you still with every time you get introduced afterwards, even if they get it right, go, did I get it right? Am I, uh, so, so well, to be fair, I have on. changed the name of my podcast four times at this point. Well, so I, I, the internet's not known for being fair, so, uh, <laughs> let's not, let's not change it up too much. Let's stick with it. But we have got, uh, from Castle Run Transmissions, Corey Van Dyke, our old buddy. What's up? And I think maybe, I'm not sure if you're on at Celebration or not, but, uh, um, I don't know. Probably you have this distinction, Noah. Oh yeah. That you're about to extinguish. Probably my favorite Star Wars content creator that hasn't been on the show. Oh wow. I appreciate it. And I'm happy I'm finally on the show. Keep so. in mind I've had lots on the show. So, uh... <laughs> All right, well then uh thanks thanks for that and uh you know I'll take it as uh, best I can. <laughs> <laughs> but because I'm doing this thing, because I've just mainly watched you on YouTube, seeing you now on the screen, I'm like, oh, my TV's talking back to me. That is really <laughs> Oh, man. Well, no, thanks for having me on. I've been wanting to come on for a long time, but you never hit me up, so. <laughs> oh, did we pause? And on our... <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I know you you were you you froze on my you screen. You froze up for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a very awkward pause. 
Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I may have frozen in my heart as well. I'm not sure. <laughs> that could have been a total thing. But our, uh, our contrarians returning back to the podcast from the Canto Byte Dispatch, we have got live from New York, Emily Lind. How are you doing, Emily? I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to fulfill my role of being the negative person who is not quite as negative as Robbo. Oh, well, that's a, yeah. that's a, uh, a harsh comparison. I don't think um, you could rise to those lofty heights. And from her San Diego bed, we have got downtown Brittany Brown. How you doing, buddy? Hi, I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me. And I am ready to fight. Oh, it's not about fighting. Oh, God. It's about ebony and ivory living in perfect harmony, you know, all that good stuff. But um, I love you've got that frosted thing. You look like an angel with you've got some YouTube effect on where the back's blurred or something. A little, yeah. Yeah, you look like you've been touched by God, Brittany. So uh, it's the nicest thing I've heard all day. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Um. And congratulations, you guys, on uh, 150 episodes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Going up this week. Very, very exciting. Now, let's get to the topic at hand. Corey Van Dyke. Yes. Wearing his signature free Star Wars Episode Nine beanie. That's right. Which I do have to say, credit to you, Corey. They gave out maybe 7,000 of those things, but you've made it your own. I know, it's so weird. <laughs> like, you were the one that made it his iconic headwear. So, that says something, buddy. I don't it's even funny. like the movie. I was about to say, I was about to say, we're always arguing about how he's always telling me how bad the movie is. And I'm like, why are you wearing that on your head then? Like, take it off if you're going to talk so much crap about the movie, man. Uh, he thinks funny. the best thing about that movie is his warm head. <laughs> hey, man. So, Corey, um, yeah. Bad Batch announced officially on StarWars.com, mm -hmm. let the good people of the internet know what's officially been uh, said. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, even with that announcement, I go back to when we were at Comic-Con two years ago and they announced Clone Wars coming back, right? Like, we were in that room, we had that whole journey, and then now they're just, like, I'm just, again, I'm right again. Uh, they were saying how, you know, who would have thought that there'd be a Clone Wars sequel after the Clone Wars came out, but here we are. Uh, and uh, yes, so Lucasfilm, hey, yes, yes. Can you save the gloating for a little bit long? We just want the facts right The facts, now. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so The Bad Batch is uh, a sequel to The Clone Wars, which follows uh, The Bad Batch that we see in Season 7, um, with the addition of Echo now. Uh, it's going to be executive produced by Dave Filoni, though Dave Filoni is, according to the press release, is only the executive producer. He's not writing or directing any of the series, so kind of like Resistance, so I wouldn't expect he's going to do too much. Um, 
I think is Brandon Rao is is the supervising director who um, worked on Rebels and Resistance, and then one of the one of the uh, head writers, Jennifer, I think Cobit was her name, wrote on Resistance and NCIS. So those are the the leads of the show. Uh, the same writers that wrote the Bad Batch arc and a lot of arcs in the Clone Wars are coming back uh, for this series, um, and it's going to follow these clones, the Bad Batch, right after uh, the Siege of Mandalore right after order 66 and uh, they're they're mercenaries now trying to stay afloat in the galaxy so uh, a lot of potential here interesting and and how long after like order 66 is this meant to be set immediately after immediately after yeah mm, okay that it'll probably also Just... be some like It'll probably we'll probably see Order sixty six from the Bad Batch's perspective. Yeah, and that'll probably be like the opening of the, the series. Yeah, I would think so. Oh, this is just Back to the Future three then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, no, you might just have to turn up a little bit. You... Oh, my mic. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the action, buddy. I, I need I need all of you. I need all of you. So this is on Disney Plus next year. Now. Before we get into people's opinions, I thought we should just establish ourselves with if, and I know you guys did a YouTube about this not too long ago, if you had Kathleen Kennedy's ear and she had one check for one animated series on Disney+, Plus, what would your dream show be? Let's go with you, Brittany. Um, I have thought long and hard about this, and I feel like we should have an animated series about Jin Erso. I mean, I know that we're getting a Cassian series, but wouldn't that be so cool to figure out what Jin was doing for the past couple of years? I mean, it'd be a great opportunity to get Saw Gerrera back and you know, a lot of different characters. Like, I think that would be so cool to see her, you know, see her younger and see her grow into, you know, the character that she becomes into Rogue One. So that's my show. Excellent. Noah. Uh, my show is, you know, I'm a huge Rise of... Do I sound better now, by the way? Does it sound any better? You sound yeah. great. All right, cool. Um, I'm a huge Rise of Skywalker fan. Corey knows that. And mm-hmm. we argue about it every day, pretty much. Uh, and I just want to see those characters again. And I think that I have this idea for a series where it's six years after the rise of Skywalker, Ray is training Finn now and Poe and Rose are there and they're kind of, you know, there's no war anymore. So they're just kind of hanging star. out. No, they're just hanging out They're You know, they, they were the heroes of the galaxy. They can do whatever they want. But one day they're, you know, they're just <laughs> hanging out. They're, they're vacationing on like Naboo and stuff like they're just doing whatever they want. And but one day Ray and Finn both feel like this disturbance in the force and they have to track down the disturbance. And through the course of the show, we find out that it's uh, actually Broom Boy, who is now a teenager. And he's kind of honed his powers a little bit and he's using them for personal gain, not doing the right thing. Oh, they kind of they have to deal <laughs> with that. How dare you <laughs> make him evil. The bad Broom Boy. Jeez, Emily, what do you got? Okay, uh, first of all, I want I want to preface this that Steele only said he wanted this like two hours ago, so mine is not as fleshed out as I would like it to be. But um, I would say it's going to be set 
in a time when the Jedi Order is still fairly prominently in power. So considering they're doing like High Republic stuff, you can maybe set it around there. But the Jedi would actually be like not necessarily the main, but one of the antagonists in the series. Not evil, but are our main character's sort of nemesis. I would have it be set on a pirate ship. And the main character is somebody... Uh, uh, wait, a pirate spaceship? Yes. Okay. Pirates. Not like a... Not, no, not like a high seas adventure. Well, but... I've been, I've, I'm, I'm in the last season of Lost, so when you said pirate <laughs> ship, I'm just like... Ah, yeah, pirate ship. That's yeah, yeah. You don't see that in Star Wars. Like, what does it take off? What's what's going on? Okay, so a, a pirate spaceship. Yes, and our main character is somebody whose sibling was taken to be trained by the Jedi when they were a little kid, and it sort of ruined their family. Because, you know, all of a sudden their, their, you know, their brother or sister is gone and their, their parents are kind of fucked up about it because of the whole Jedi, like, hey, no attachments thing. And so they are strongly against the Jedi, which for most of the galaxy is this shining bright light, but they're super bitter about it. And I'd have mostly an alien crew, I think, maybe an entirely alien crew and no precocious kids and or teenagers all adults i think i think this is something that like i I think of a lot when you talk about oh well you know this cartoon is for kids and this cartoon is for kids Uh, most of the stuff that i really connected with when i was a kid didn't have kids as main characters and i don't i don't think it's necessary i think kids can perfectly easily like watch shows that are about adult characters and still connect with them. Yeah, well, I know I, I loved Mask, Mobile Armored Strike Command, but Command spelt with a K for some bizarre reason. <laughs> <laughs> to anyway. fit the acronym, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> they're, just, they're from the streets. Um, but there was a kid, the, the Matt Tracker, his son would sort of follow them around on adventures and he had a sort of R2-D2 bikey droid thing. And whenever he came on, it's like, nah, nah, off back to the (laughs) truck that turns into the base and the car that jet. I don't want to see a kid like going, oh, the water. Nah. (laughs) Outside of the Transformers films, too many humans. There was no humans in the cartoons and we loved it. (laughs) Come on. So that's an interesting one. What about you, Corey? Yeah. So Does it feature the former Jedi Ahsoka Tano? So listen, I think that a <laughs> cool premise for a story. I actually um, think that it's a crime that we haven't gotten any show or movie featuring. Luke, Leia, and Han post Return of the Jedi. I cannot believe that we're now almost six years into the Disney era of Star Wars and we haven't seen any animated shows with them in it. So what I would do is I would do an animated series set after Return of the Jedi with Luke, Han, and Leia, but throw Soka in there. 
and have Luke and Ahsoka, you know, sort of meet for the first time because clearly Ahsoka lives through everything. So might as well throw in here too. Um, you know, have Luke and Ahsoka go around trying to rebuild the Jedi order and you can have Lando in there and through new, throw new characters in there. But I think it'd be interesting to have the person who uh, was being trained by Luke's father, you know, in Luke's life all of a sudden and training him, helping him out with, with what he has to learn. Cause he still has to learn a lot, I think after return of the Jedi. Um, and then it gives you a chance to flesh out more stories with Han and Leia and, and Chewie um, and Clone Wars animated style, you know, I think would be awesome. Uh, same quality, the same tone. Don't make it light. Don't make it goofy. Same like, hat. Hey, man, wh- who's hat? The hat. Oh, Dave Filoni, of course. Okay. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, yeah, hat so I would... Magic. It's glorious. Um, I, it's, it's weird when I see him without it. Uh, but yes, I would love a post-Turn of the Jedi series uh, starring those characters. Okay. I, my one is very close to yours, Corey. I think, especially if I was going to get a cut of the profits, Mm. the most profitable thing that Lucasfilm could do that would also, I would love, animated series between the two trilogies. The thing, I was thinking about this this morning, the thing that Star Wars fans as a whole want the most if you did a survey and then made a medium thing sure you and your friends maybe you hate the idea but i guarantee the most people the one thing they want is luke skywalker turning on his lightsaber and then doing cool stuff with it yeah i think that's the most across the board crowd pleasing thing you know that was like that was like one of the a group of people's huge complaint about a film was that mm-hmm. he, he didn't it sort of, you know, broke people's hearts, but um, yeah, that would be mine. And when you start, listen, Ahsoka, she's got a lot on Corey. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think she might be too hectic to um, be catching up with Luke. I, I, no. I, it'd just be, Hey, as we always say, if it's done, if it's done good, then it's yes, great. yeah, absolutely. But I don't, Ahsoka's just she just pops her little head up. Every, where where hasn't she been that she could have? Well, I I think the funny thing about a lot of the stuff I see with Ahsoka is she. Well, I I will say I was not a fan of her inclusion in Rebels, but um I thought she was okay in there, but she hasn't really popped up in a lot other than clone wars and rebels and, and supposedly the Mandalorian, which is pretty much confirmed at this point, but, um, and I guess now the rebel sequel. Okay. So yeah, I mean, listen, it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot, (laughs) but I still feel like her and Luke meeting would be such a key thing. You know, she doesn't have to be a main character, but, but at least appear in it. Yeah. I don't know. She's, she's fast becoming, if, if she was in this thing that we just made up, and then she meets Yoju, if you will. No. She's she's <laughs> she's Star Wars Forrest Gump. She's she's she meets everyone. Yeah, she's she's around. And I bet you she's really good at ping pong as well. Hmm. She yeah, could cheat. Amazing. She could cheat. So um, all right. So let's 
I've, I've listed down everyone's um, ideas. And then we've got the Bad Batch one. And I think at the end of the episode, we will we will vote on our top three and see which one gets greenlit by our panel. Okay. What do we win? What's the prize? Um, I will give you a childhood C-3PO eraser. Wow. Wow. Lucasfilm Limited, 1983, all rights reserved. Hey, hey, made in Hong Kong. So that is a quality eraser. You have that? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you were a kid? Yeah. So that's... Oh, um, that's very sentimental to be given away. Wow, that was before I was born. Oh, well, Emily put me on the spot. And because I didn't have, like, a good comeback, I was like, oh, I have to find a prize now. <laughs> you just found one of your most sentimental items. I was just going to say, those paintings behind you look really nice. <laughs> <laughs> no. That, that is... No, 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 no. That's... And really, I was angling for cash, but okay. Okay. <laughs> you can eBay it, I guess. Heck yeah. yeah the eraser it. market yeah, yeah. is just getting bigger and bigger. So, um, Corey, or Noah, tell us, you guys have been, um, you know, you came out with this rumor maybe about six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was just about four weeks ago. It was like just this time in June. Yeah. Alright, so, so how do you come across something like this? Does does Filoni like call from a, a like a private number or is he just FaceTiming you? What's what's uh, going on? Well what it is is actually, you know, we went to we were at dinner with uh with Filoni, George Lucas, and Kathleen Kennedy, all of them. And Brie Larson, don't forget. Brie Larson was there as well. She runs it all. I don't know if you know that. But uh Brie Larson's like the she's the, the head honcho in that group. And uh they just they let us know. They told us a bunch of stuff that we can't talk about yet and uh it was a fun dinner, and uh, yeah, that's how that's how we get this kind of information. That's right. So when you get the information from this dinner, and I'm yeah. and I'm hoping for um, a snap to reality, um, <laughs> like what's your vibe? You, you're thinking it's you know spot on. Your source has obviously um, got some sort of uh, credentials that you respect, especially you know you're proven. Uh, you're correct in your trustworthiness of this person or persona. Um, what's your first? Are you, are you excited? What do you think? The, how do you think the fan base is going to react to it? Personally, when 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 I heard when when we heard Bad Batch for the first time, it was I kind of had a reaction that a lot of people did. I said, "Really? Okay." Um, and, and 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 you know, I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's I think it has a lot of potential. But um, my first, I was I was surprised. But then you know it makes sense that you know they they were include they included that 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 arc in season seven when they could have had a 
so much. They had, they had a lot of options, and they included that. So, you know, it made sense that they were going to go in this direction. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was, I'm excited. And uh, and I know Corey is. I know Corey uh, can touch on this, too. But, you know, Corey, I like the Clone Wars, but everyone knows Corey is, is super into Clone Wars. So he's hitting me up. He was like, dude, I can't. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, you know, and, 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 and Corey's, you know, excitement is contagious when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I think just hearing him talk about it made me more excited for the prospect of seeing these guys on screen for an entire series, which, you know, after four episodes, I was like, oh, these guys are cool, but let's, uh, let's go. But we'll see. There's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunities that they can, uh, in, that they can, uh, they can have. And, and uh, there's a lot of potential. Corey, you may now gloat. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I had heard about this back when Siege of Mandalore was airing. And my first initial thought was it's, it sounded like, so initially I was I was very skeptical. You know, I trust my source 100%. Um, this person also told us about Rebels and all that. So I was already 100% um, trusting this individual. And so I, you know, I was like, really? The Bad Batch? I mean, out of all the things they could do, uh, the Bad Batch? So for a while, I was kind of like floating the idea around to other sources and figuring out if this was something that was happening. But everyone kept telling us, like, no, it is happening. And then it got to a certain point where, you know, because we were trying to initially run it when Clone Wars was airing. But I was like, if we're wrong about this, we're going to get a lot of Clone Wars fans hyped for something that that might not happen. And that's something that we never want to do at all. And uh, you just rather do it to yourself. Oh, dude, it was bad for a while. Um, So. As the weeks went on, uh, we finally got more confirmation of it, and and we're like, well, let's let's do it, and um, we ran with it. And I always figured Rebels was going to get announced first, uh, but from what we were told, is this was going to be announced first because of the hype of Clone Wars, and uh, that made sense to me. Um, and then it was announced, so it was exciting because. Um, you know, I've never, I don't put out stuff like this. It's not something I usually do, but with the way the world is right now and the drought of news, we just wanted to share some positive Star Wars news with people. And uh, it's really our goal in, in sharing um, uh, show titles and whatnot, which is as far as we'll go. So, yeah, that's how that happened. And did you guys know this announcement was coming or did you just wake up and? Had no idea. No, no it, was we, it was interesting how we found out. Yeah, it was, it was funny because I was, I barely, the night before I barely slept at all. So I was kind of like dozing off and then I, my phone just, my I got a notification on my phone. I didn't check it because I'm trying to like just go to sleep and I just keep getting notifications and I'm like, what is going on? And I pick up my phone and it's just people tweeting at me and Corey like, hey, good job guys on the scoop. And I was like, immediately, my first thought was, is it Bad Batch or is it Rebel Sequel? And so I opened it up, saw it was Bad Batch, call Corey. He doesn't answer my call. And I'm like, Corey, come on. And then then I get a FaceTime. This guy's in bed, hair all messed up. Like, what, dude? And I'm like, dude, Bad Batch, confirmed. Lucasfilm just announced it. And uh, then he's like, jump. Never seen that kid move faster in his life. Jumped out of bed. It was, uh, we were, we're, and it was exciting. It was, it was fun to finally, yeah. it's hard, you know, when you do, so, when you, when you report on something like that and a lot of people doubt you. Yeah, you know, like Reddit was our worst enemy. Like they were, oh they literally God. told people that if they post our reports that to, to they they should get they should be banned. That's how that's how much we were like kind of dealing with from people like that. So when it finally gets confirmed, it's like it yeah. was a big deal for us. You know. 
Yeah, th- there was there was something interesting about seeing Reddit change its tone uh, on, when this all came. That's the first thing I did. I'm like, I got to check Reddit. And it was, <laughs> it was it was it was like all these comments of people going like, oh, shit, <laughs> like yeah. they were right. But again, I understand. Right. The mm-hmm. when when somebody puts something up for the first time, the first your first natural instinct, especially on YouTube, is uh, the, and the idea of a bad bat show seems so unlikely that it yeah. sounds like something somebody would make up, right? And I knew that when we put it out, I'm like, this sounds so bad, but it's the truth. So it, you know, I, I'm holding it. When I heard about there was going to be a, a TV show about a Mandalorian, I was like, yeah, I, yeah, if you, I'm going to watch it, but it's not what yeah. I do. And it's one of my favorite things ever. So I am, you know, how they can twist the story. Or then there's my other thing is like, it could be just the most paint by numbers. This is what it is. Morning cartoon. Um, Emily, what did you make of the announcement? I mean, I'm not like going to be angry about it or anything. Cause honestly, even if I end up thinking the show is like the most dirt worst, like piece of shit ever, like, who cares? Because there's plenty of stars out there that I do enjoy, and that's fine. I mean, it's... God, that's going to be some tweet, Emily. <laughs> it's it's disappointing in terms of... I wish it was something I could get excited about. And this, for me, just isn't... I mean, there were, there were bits of that, you know, of that Clone Wars arc that I enjoyed. But for the most part, it was such a cliched like 80s action movie like there's this guy and there's this other guy and there's another guy and there's such like those archetypes that I already don't enjoy like there's there's basically no version of that stuff that I enjoy with that story and so just because it has this Star Wars skin painted on it it's not my thing and also I gotta admit one of my first reactions was how, whatever the show ends up being, at the announcement, this show is a bunch of dudes. And it's it's frustrating because even if they end up having, you know, like even if they end up having like several female characters, the fact that they don't seem to be considering the optics of that at all in their announcements is concerning to me. What about if there was a fifth, Bad Batch member. And it's like Bad Batchette. <laughs> and she's just got blonde hair coming out the bottom of her helmet or something like that. Would that be a bit token for you? Or what's the deal there? I would not trust Star Wars to handle the implications of a female clone particularly well. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just said. Yeah, it'd be like a female Tamira. Oh, that that's a Photoshop I want to see. That's interesting. Okay. Um, the thing about it is, like, people love the Bad Batch. All good. And in in the episodes, that was quite good. But, and, and, and you don't know where the story's going to go, but it seems like they're taking, it, it, like, just doing it on the Bad Batch kind of like makes it more of a generic story to sci-fi animation rather than a star wars story like 
if it's just like mercenaries in space, I don't know. It's like, how's the force going to be involved um, with it? It's sort of, I don't know. It, it, it feels like even though it's established Star Wars characters, it, that where it could go could be sort of less Star Warsy. What, what, is it, does that make sense, Brittany? Yeah. What do you think, buddy? I mean, I'm happy for Corey because this is everything he's ever <laughs> hey, wanted and more. Listen, Brittany, I'm sick of these. I'm happy for Corey announcements. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want, I want some like everything's coming up Saunders press releases. <laughs> I've, I've spent two years being happy for Corey. Sick of it. Done. <laughs> I will spend the rest of my life being happy for Corey and supporting oh, Corey. Thank you, thank you. But I hate this. Oh, thank God you just actually <laughs> said it. You know how hard it is to get Brittany to just straight out say she doesn't like, like something? What, what, what the heck? I mean, like, I get it. Like, people really like clones, but that, that's it. That, that's it. That's the show. Just a bunch of clones together. Oh, we're fighting. We're clones. We're <laughs> that's the show. That's it. And then they're gonna meet with more clones, or you know, they're gonna fight non-clones, and they're gonna talk about clankers. And if I have to hear, <laughs> if I have to hear someone say clankers, just the way they say it, like clankers, like I, I didn't sign up for this. And I mean, I get it. Like a lot of people have signed up for this, including our lovely friend Corey. But I didn't, and it's fine. Like I'll get my cup of tea star wars maybe in the next year or 75 years but you know it's, <laughs> it's great for some people just not me oh my god i i did um a new episode of star wars you by podcast say with whores and i was telling him about my concept for tonight's show and he begged me just to be able to listen in live and <laughs> and britney's just shown why <laughs> that was epic Oh, that was good. That was epic. So, Corey, you hear that. What? How can you, like, what's your pitch back? You, you know, you're losing these investment dollars. Yeah. You know, Brittany's got, like, she's at Disneyland when she can be, like, you mm-hmm. know, every three days. She's She bumps into Bobby I, has his ear. So how can you win her over to get this, to, to keep it greenlit, Corey? Okay, so I, at first... I should say that my opinion of the Bad Batch arc has changed since I initially saw it. So when it came out, um, it was the hype of Clone Wars coming back. So I'll be honest, some blinders were on for me. I was like, all right, it's back. I rewatched the arc recently after watching Siege of Mandalore, which is a masterpiece. And then when I watched the Bad Batch, I'm like, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yes, interesting, interesting. Um, here's my feelings on the Bad Batch, I think, which is kind of important to note is... So you I think, like it less because the other one was so good. It shows me what they can do. So with the Bad Batch, well, I, I think they're just that. okay. I agree. I don't like the trope. Every time I see Hunter with the headband, I'm like, take it off. And it's it's in Wrecker annoys the shit out of me. So wait, wait, wait. You, you have a problem with somebody having a signature bit of headgear? <laughs> and someone annoys the shit out of you? Who is this? Listen, no, it's just listen, he 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 smells the ground to detect things and it's weird. <laughs> so I'm I like he can like hear the vibrations and they never talk about it again. It's weird. Um and then I like 
I love Crosshair the most. He's pretty cool. I like Hunter, but the headband. Wow, I, I shouldn't be talking about a headband like that. That's 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 weird. <laughs> um, but but it's because of the '80s trope. It's not because he's wearing it. Like if it wasn't because of that, you know, I agree. It's it's weird. Um, but Echo is now involved, so that changes it for me a little bit because Echo is a clone who we follow throughout the Clone Wars. So there is some sentimental value in the sense that he's going to be a part of it. If he wasn't a part of it, ah. So, and I think the the main thing about the series that I'm excited for is really what it could do rather than what it is. So, I'm a huge clone fan. Um, my favorite Star Wars character ever is Fives. So, you know, already there I have some some feelings about the clones. Um, and an idea that I always thought would be cool is, well, what happens to them after the Clone Wars? And, uh, you know, things we've heard is that Rex and Ahsoka come into play in the series with hunting down or finding clones to get their inhibitor chips out. So that includes, you know, clones like Cody and Wolf and Gregor, which I think is a cool concept. I think it's cool Mm -hmm. that the series could set up the Bad Batch being mercenaries first, but I don't want lighthearted slapstick comedy in this. It shouldn't be. This should be a full-on... Like they were just fighting a false war. This should not be okay. This is the cavalry. The cavalry has arrived. Number two. Like we should not be getting any of that in the series. It should just be like, wow, we were played the whole time. We killed Dude. the Jedi. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so if if they, I, I I just when they show the trailer for it, oh. I just so hope that line is actually in it. It, it probably will be. <laughs> so. <laughs> But I like the idea of them giving it a darker tone, showing the clones in this dark place. Which but has there been be. any 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 hints of that, or are you just like talking what Corey wants? There have been hints of that, with from what we've heard with Rex. Yeah. Rex's mental state is not great right now because of everything they just went through, and his his mission is to help other clones that have gone through it. But it, he's he's I mean severely messed up after everything that happened in the siege of mandalore um and and i think same will go for ahsoka she's not going to be in it a lot um because she has to go out and farm in the soka book unfortunately <laughs> uh so she won't be in it too much but uh yeah the feeling the vibe i've gotten from it from what we've heard is not a resistance rebels lighthearted tone it sounds to me like this is very much in line with the Clone Wars darker tones. Uh, even when I saw the logo, I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. that's not like a light logo and and happiness going on. It's a very like you know disintegrated looking logo." Um, so I mean, in terms of convincing anyone, it, to be honest, like I get it. I actually genuinely this is a, like one of the very rare occasions in Clone Wars that I understand why you guys might have problems with these characters. And I, and I agree, like I'm all for seeing clones because I love clones, but people who don't like clones, this isn't for you. It's, it's definitely not for you. Um, but yes. So Emily, with, yes. with Corey talking about how it's going to be a darkier, grittier clone, you know, sort of story, like that sounds like it might be more up your alley than a regular clone trooper tale from the clone wars yeah and it sort of it sort of depends where they go with that because i think and you know like this is something that that Brittany has heard me say many many times before when when i was going through the clone wars which is 
I wanted them to explore more what it meant for the Jedi and their Republic to be using a clone army and how like screwed up that is that you have these people who, and, and we find do get a reference to it where, you know, if this war didn't happen, we didn't exist, but that still doesn't excuse that you've like bred these people and raised them from childhood to be soldiers and how like, like that's how I, like, and I get it. It's, you know, it's still for kids, but I always wanted them to dig into that. And, and if they could do that here, I think that could be interesting. I was wondering if you guys have an impression on whether or not they will have participated in Order 66, because it's a very different show if these guys killed a bunch of Jedi and we're dealing with them, like, feeling the guilt over that. Or if it's, no, because they're these weird, messed up special clones, maybe their chips didn't work or something, and so they were never part of it. Because I, I kind of feel like Star Wars probably doesn't want to do a show where all your main characters are a bunch of murderers, but I think it's so cheap to just be like, no, 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 they're special. They didn't, they didn't do any of that stuff. How bad is yeah. this batch? That's what we want to know. <laughs> I um I think that the four the the original four members absolutely will. I think the one character who won't is Echo, and I think this is where the concept of the show could get interesting. Where Echo, they all get the order, but Echo doesn't because obviously I feel like if there's any clone that wouldn't get it, it's Echo because of how messed up he is after being experimented on. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea of the Bad Batch executing Order 66 and Echo going along with it, but fully conscious of what he's doing, so confused by everything, which he would be at this point anyways. He, I mean, I think it was only a few weeks uh, before Avenge of the Sith that Bad Batch takes place. So Echo really has no idea what's going on. So I feel like he would follow you know, these guys and, and, and the order, um, and shoot Yaddle with the rest of them. That's right. (laughs) But what's interesting is one of the arcs that was unproduced for clone wars for season eight was the bad batch on Kashyyyk, which we know that Luminar is also on Kashyyyk. And we know that clearly Luminar was delivered to the grand inquisitor to, you know, well, she died, uh, obviously, as we see in rebels, she like, transforms into that skeleton so i'm gonna if i were to guess i would say that was that was the bizarrest thing that has ever been in star wars yeah that that was like christian shepherd in lot that was just (laughs) yeah it was it was the weirdest like fakery of tone for the series right like you thought oh my god this series is going to be screwed up and then they never do anything as dark as that going forward it was super weird that jolted me. Yeah, like, it was creepy. Like, oh, but continue, yeah. Corey. Sorry. Yeah. I just, I just, we, we, we forget about that weird zombie Luminara. It's creepy, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I, I could see them playing into that a little bit where they're responsible for Luminara's capture. Um, But I do agree with what Emily said. If they don't execute Order 66 and it's just another lighthearted thing it's uh i i'm out at that point to be honest oh you're so full of it Corey. (laughs) (laughs) i mean listen i'll watch it but in terms of of, like how how hard 
you are trying to act. I'm out. <laughs> and then they have the, the, the sizzle no. quick for the next week where Ahsoka comes yeah. in and you're just like doing like reaction videos to tweets <laughs> about it and stuff. Listen, if I was, um, I, I didn't like Rebels because of the, the lighthearted tone of it and the, the constant like gags and, and not taking anything seriously. And I will say one thing I want to say about Clone Wars is an arc that I always point to is Umbara when the clones are tested like beyond their limits. And it's the first time we really see uh, a very dark storyline with the clones where they end up killing each other because Corell pits them against each other. And then, you know, they have to end up killing Corell, a Jedi who's obviously turned to the dark side. And it's a very, very dark tone. And the writer who wrote that arc is one of the head writers of this series. Um, he did also write the bad batch, which is a very big, separation from that but my point is is like they know where they can go with these stories they know that something like umbara should be the tone for what this year should be because this is in the dark times um so yeah i mean if they incorporate elements like that in it i think it could be really good is any of this helping britney no not really i don't really think that um (laughs) That Disney is capable of creating, and Lucasfilm, creating a dark and gritty animated show, especially a show that I feel hey, like hey, a lot of... Hey, let, can, do I have to remind you about the zombie that came out of that cupboard in the Rebels episode? <laughs> yeah, but that happened once. Like, that's the thing, is that all these things are one-time appearances. You know, like the Umbara arc, that was a one-time appearance. Like, I feel like these shows are really good at showing a shock, but shock only once. And I feel like that's what this bad, bad show is going to be is that, you know, the first five minutes of every episode or just one episode, they're going to be like, gosh, that war was all for nothing. And then it's going to be like jokes and jokes and jokes because that that's what the animated series have become like resistance. That's oh. all resistance was, was just jokes, not really funny jokes. And like, even more bad jokes and i don't want the animated series or this one to turn into that and then out ahsoka like that's the mystery part it's gotta you gotta put ahsoka in it because everyone likes ahsoka so i don't know i uh, what i'll say about ahsoka i just have to say britney's making some disturbingly compelling points oh yeah while while she's like talking about the jokes and the jokes i'm just like going oh yeah oh Oh, no britney's not wrong at all please please don't let anyone be clumsy please i i yeah i genuinely couldn't agree more i feel like that is my like you know one of my best friends uh ross who is also the fives figure that steel always jokes about oh my god yes uh you know me and him are like massive clone wars fans and he feels the same way i do he's like i can't get excited until we see this the first season because it's possible that lucasfilm is going to go in the same direction they did with rebels and resistance and have just this weird people tripping over boxes like ha that's funny or bashing like i thought it was kind of screwed up with resistance where like kaz would fall over an edge or like they would bash him in the head and like you know it's it's it was weird and it's just if 
what concerns me is the fact that the same people that worked on resistance and rebels primarily are working on this show. So if, if they don't, if it's resistance, all oh my God, you know, it's going to use the same animation as the clone wars, um, which is, I mean, that, that it costs a lot of money. And the thing about like something like the siege of Mandalore, the siege of Mandalore, you can't come down from that. You, you really, you can't come down from that. I mean, if this is a drop in quality from that, it just shows you that the potential for what could be on Siege of Mandalore level isn't. And it could be. We'll never get that again. We'll never yeah. get a Siege of Mandalore again. It'd be interesting. They must have metrics about like how many people watch that Clone Wars finale. Because it wasn't it like the number one streamed yeah. thing for a couple of weeks or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like like compared to Resistance, which was I guess on TV, it was on an app that I watched it Dude, on. Dude, it was so. on Disney Channel at 10 p.m. on Sundays. The prime time for kids. <laughs> it's weird how they, yeah. But, yeah, like it, like it, you would think, and, and maybe that's what sort of got it over the line. Maybe that was like the success of the Clone Wars is what, um, is why we're getting more of the same sort of thing but it doesn't Mm -hmm. the the disappointing thing about it to me and you know i don't have the deep knowledge to imagine like new storylines and stuff but it just doesn't the announcement doesn't spark my imagination sure um it's it it doesn't i don't know it it I'm 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 really quite well they're just gonna be going on missions and it's I don't know. I it's apart from like cameos and stuff, I just I just don't see what it's gonna be. But mm-hmm. what would you say to that, Noah? How how would you lift my spirits? Because well, Brittany, well, I'm 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 agreeing with a lot yeah of what Brittany's saying here. Yeah, and, and I totally understand it because I was I kind of I don't, I don't not feel that way. But the thing is, what I think is going to be cool is I think that the Bad Batch is kind of a perfect like uh, like conduit into this time period for us to see what's going on with the clones, what's going on with Rex, what's going on with Cody. I think, you know, I really think Cody uh, is going to end up kind of being a bad, like, like one of the main villains of the show. I really do. And I think, I think because he's obviously has his chip in, and I think he's going to be kind of looking for Rex. And uh, maybe at the end of season one or the series finale, they'll have a big face off. Um, and I and Ahsoka, you know, whatever. I don't what I'm sorry, Corey, whatever. But the thing <laughs> is, like, I just think they're going to be used as just kind of like just a way to get us in this time period and show us what the galaxy is like at the early Empire. Um, maybe we'll see Vader. You know, who knows? Like, um, I don't know. I just think. If it's just if they stri- if they strictly stick with like the Bad Batch the whole time, um, as like the main characters and really nothing much else, it's just them running around doing missions and stuff. I think it's gonna be a bad time, genuinely. But I think if they do it right and they kind of do some, if they are if they explore the galaxy in this time period, and characters from Clone Wars or even some maybe from Rebels, maybe from the movies, maybe you know somebody cassie and andor's running around who knows but i think they can if they do something like that i think i think it'll be pretty good um it's just i don't but we don't we don't know and it's just 
I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah. Emily. Yes. Are you, are you higher or lower in excitement after this? Well, well, here's the thing: is it's not that I don't think you can do anything interesting with the Bad Batch. It's that I don't think they will. <laughs> and I think it's going to be G.I. Joe, but Star Wars. And it's just going to, like, to the point where there's, like, don't talk to strangers, knowing is half the battle message at the end of the episodes. And I just, like, you could do interesting stuff here. But I also think that, you know, if we could pick pretty much any character or arc from any Star Wars and find a way to be like, oh, but it would be cool if they did this. It's just, I, I just don't have faith that that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I, I, I have never seen a G.I. Joe cartoon, but I do think on Disney Plus, I'm going to see one next year. Like, I don't, I don't know what a G.I. Joe cartoon's like, but that's what I imagine exactly <laughs> is like, whatever it's like, that's what this cartoon's going to be like <laughs> with TIE Fighters sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what about this, Emily? Okay. They have a um, a faux panel, Star Wars Celebration, digital edition or whatever, and you're going to see the early years of Moff Gideon. Yeah. I'm more interested. Oh, okay. I like that a lot. I think that would be awesome, yeah. I like that a lot. That's cool, man. Brittany? Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany's still not sold. I... I I like this like just not I, I'm sitting in bed. Whatever you say, Beanie Boy. I don't care. I don't care. No, no, no. I do. I I care about what you guys have to say and think. <laughs> that sounded so genuine. Really. Yeah, You're very genuine. Really being mocked here. What, what, no. What's your best case scenario, Brittany? Um. Well, I mean, just with the shows in general, or just just life. With this one. <laughs> just life. <laughs> well, the best case scenario with this like bad bad show is that they don't go into the same route that they've been doing with these animated shows for the past five years, and that you know they put a lot of thought into character development and building plots and having the audience become more invested. And I feel like it's going to be difficult already for an audience to do that because, you know, people know Star Wars, but I feel like people don't know the Clone Wars and the clones as well as, you know, Luke and Leia, like our OG characters. And I feel like, you know, these fans, you know, like the Corys of the world are, if the show is as good as you guys think it's going to be, that the Corys of the world are going to influence a ton, a ton of people to, you know, watch this show about, these clones, you know, fighting and 
battles within their, I don't know, clangers. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I want to be optimistic about this, but just the way the animation has been for the past, like, five years, excluding the Siege of Mandalore in this past season of The Clone Wars, because it was good. I mean, there are some arcs that really weren't great, but it ended pretty well. So... Hey, Brittany, where do you stand on shinies? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, you don't know the shinies? They're like the... Oh, I'm a bad Clone Wars fan. What are the shinies again? They're the new clones with the shiny. Oh, they're the new clones. They're always, they're always pointing out the shinies. It's always something. I think they they say it like three times in the show. Dude, they they say it like every four minutes. I'm glad that Corey has my back here because, like, for a second, I was literally like, "Wow, I'm gonna hop off this Skype session right now. I'm out of here. I've lost all." I think oh, well. shiny, shiny could also be my forehead under this light in the <laughs> Californian summer. Yeah. Looks so bronzed. Um, so, so what? What else you hearing, um, Corey and Noah? Any any other little tantalizing details about this project? Yeah, well, I mean, just really. One thing I will say before I forget is. I think for the fans of Clone Wars, right, like specifically like me and and other people who are really into it, I think this was the perfect time for them to capitalize on it because every, like, especially with me and and other fans being the age we are now, since we grew up with the series, I think Disney looked at it and went, okay, while we're finishing the Clone Wars, let's carry on the story of some of these characters because now these people are older and they have money now and we can put products out and we can really, you know, this is the time. And so I see why they're doing it right now. I see why that was announced before Rebels mm-hmm. too, because yeah. it's like, this is a continuation of the Clone Wars. Not the one I thought they, I thought they do, but I'm, I'm certainly interested. Um, so, you know, with that being said, uh, I'm very cautiously optimistic about it. I agree with everything Emily and Brittany said. I think that it's absolutely a possibility that this is going to be awful. It definitely had, like, genuinely, um, it could, and that yeah. would suck. Because, like, I love Siege of Mandalore. I'm never gonna watch the Trace and Rafa episodes ever again, and I'm only gonna watch, like, I only rewatch Bad Batch right now because of the announcement or else I, I don't usually go back to watch it. It's usually CG Mandalore. Um, and that's just how I feel. Season seven as a whole, eh. but the CG Mandalore amazing. It, I think it's the best star Wars story out there in my opinion. So I'm, I'm all game for it. Uh, but in terms of anything else we've heard, um, they're making products for the show. So that's always mm-hmm. something, which means they're definitely going to be pushing it. Um, we also originally heard that Rebels was coming out first, 
yeah. uh, which was supposed to be this year. So for whatever reason, why that and, hasn't been announced, go ahead, Noah. And what we think is happening is is, is with Cassian Andor, see yeah. this Cassian Andor series not being able to shoot. They're supposed to start shooting in June, but obviously can't with COVID. Uh, I think that I, Rebels was supposed to, the Rebel sequels was supposed to come out in November of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what happened is they know Cassian is not going to come out next year. So they were like, we need to have content next year. They know they're set for this year. They had Clone Wars Season 7. They got Mando Season 2 coming in uh, October. So they were like, for 2021, we'll just have the Rebel sequel later in the year in November of 2021 and Bad Batch. And probably, I think it's probably going to be March or April for, for the Bad Batch. Um, and so it makes, and also like Corey said a minute ago, it makes sense for them to capitalize on the Bad Batch, um, right, you know, soon after Clone Wars season seven, because if they did Rebel sequel and then in like, like next year, they would like later next year, they did Bad Batch. People would forget who the Bad Batch, they're forgettable characters. So people would, people would forget who they are anyway. So it would kind of be like a, it would, the, the announcement would feel more jarring later than it does now. Um, so I guess I see what they're doing from that. It, and, and, you know, they're just trying to get, make sure they have content for 2021 and just about the show. Like just, there's, I know we're kind of supposed to be debating, but I think we're all on the same page. This has a lot of potential to suck. Like this is, this can be bad, but if they just do the right thing, we can hope for the best. And I think they can, I don't know. Hopefully they do it right. I, I just want them cool. to take it seriously. I mean, right. post order 66 is not supposed to be lighthearted. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a traumatic event for all these, everybody involved in this war. And if they treat it as if time to go on funny missions, then immediately i think we're gonna get a feeling for it in the trailer whenever that drops i think yeah. that's when we're really gonna get an understanding for it um we you know some things about rebels like i would assume that that's gonna be more in tune with rebels right so you're probably gonna get the slapstick comedy in the sequel for rebels i don't think they're gonna take that any more seriously than than the original run of the show okay okay i'll i'll just ask now so this rebel sequel Mm-hmm. Like when's it set? Because that doesn't seem like like when we catch up with any of these characters, like anyone should be tripping something over. Like it ended on such a you know like Ezra and that they're in another part of the galaxy there, and then mm-hmm. um, Ahsoka is and Sabina on this like quest. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it doesn't seem like. Like when they meet up again, it's it's time for wackiness. Wait, wait, you would wh- think, you would think. Yeah. But it's kind of it, like what Brittany was saying, right? Is they've just shown that in the past five years since Rebels that any thing that should be taken seriously is spun into a joke instead of you know because Rebels did have its serious moments, but one thing I always you know talk about with Rebels is you had Darth Vader in that series who's supposed to be this Jedi killer and he killed no Jedi and then he just left mm. the show. So yeah. it's things like that that make me think that we're going to be in the same territory. Um, well, I hope not. Maybe, but the thing is you got to like, and, and we talk about this on Kessel and radio all the time, but like they were handcuffed rebels and resistance were handcuffed with being on Disney XD. Right. That's there's that's things the they could show that there's things they couldn't do on Disney XD that they can do on Disney Plus and and so that's and we right. saw that with season 7. And so I think Disney Plus opens up the opportunities for more darker stuff to happen or just make it maybe feel less funny or or less slapsticky or 
And and so we'll I, I I hope that they keep that same vibe of season seven. And I think they can now with Disney Plus and they, what they couldn't do on Disney XD. When you talk about you know stuff they couldn't do on Disney XD, they can do on Disney Plus. All I can think of is like someone's going to be milking one of those space cows. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean it's just, it also I mean if we see that that would make the bad batch probably the best animated show we've seen. But thing is, I think with with season seven, it was just it felt super cinematic. It felt like a Star Wars movie. It didn't feel like a uh, it didn't feel like an animated series. Mm-hmm. And so. I hope they can just take that. And I just feel like, and also with Disney XD, they didn't have the budget to do that either. So it's just, they can do a lot more with Disney plus. And so fingers crossed that they take advantage of their budget and their, their, uh, we don't, they don't really have any, many limits that like they did in the past with those other series. So I'm just going to th- throw out a theory about why this show is getting made. And, and, and you guys might know something to debunk or not. But is it that just those Clone Wars episodes just got such viewership that they're like, we've got to do something, like, we need more of of this? Like, like, it's like coming up with a new story that's set in a different time frame that's got risk, you know, you've like the fan base for this Clone Wars cartoon but not other things. Do you know what I mean? Like people that, yeah. you know, they, they. I'm sure they've got market research about people that have watched Clone Wars but not watched Rebels or, or yeah. Resistance. Do you know what I mean? Is it just like this thing is so hot and we can do whatever we want on this platform. Let's just, like, this is the closest thing we can do to, like, keep this show going yeah. in, a like, a, a brand extension does that sort of fit with what you guys know? Because it just seems like, and and I think this is like sums up what we're all sort of thinking, like the best and the worst of us, like of what we think of it, uninspired. Yeah, uh, no, actually, which is something that's kind of surprising. I know in the press release they said that they just ordered the show, but this has been in development for two years. Uh, back when, something we had heard was that when Dave and the crew were talking about what, arcs to put in season seven bad batch was put in there specifically because they knew that this show was coming well actually to backtrack on that they put two arcs in the series as two potential uh future stories so trace and rafa and the bad batch but the bad batch was ultimately the one that they picked to go with going forward uh which i'm totally okay with so, you know, and, and, and who behind this, you know, whether, you know, like to your best yeah. of your knowledge, like who's coming up with this concept of we've got the bad batch, we can do these episodes about them. And then we've got this, like, where does that jest state from? Who's is this Filoni and his machinations? What's going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is very much Dave. Uh, Dave has expressed a lot that he's done with Clone Wars, you know, so he's passing the torch down to other people. But this is very much a, I believe if I read correctly, Keith Kellogg, who works on Clone Wars, helped pitch the idea for this. So I think ultimately what happened was Dave and the crew sat down and said, okay, well, what if we put this arc in so that we can establish these characters to, and by the way, they changed the ending for the Bad Batch, which I always thought was interesting um, in what we saw. Because in the original ending for Bad Batch, uh, Echo is never shown joining with them. 
And then in this iteration, this version of it, he joins them at the end. Uh, and like I said, there was supposed to be an arc plan where Echo would have joined with them eventually, but they changed that. And the minute they changed that, I was like, they're not done with these characters. They're going to do something with them. I always figured it was just going to be like a comic or something else, or they would show up in Siege of Mandalore. Um, so yeah, I mean, they were. this was a, a very conscious decision to have the show made before the popularity of the final season. That is baffling. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, because my my one my theory sort of gave them a lot of like there was data to work off, and but no, it just was oh, and they're far into production. Magic. Like the Kiners are already scoring the the show. So, is there a chance? And God, I hope there's not. I I, I read a vague. I don't even know. I've just got this theory that I read on the internet and it upset me so much that I didn't want to go. I didn't want to click or know anymore. I was just like, man, I can deal with this another time that this bad batch turns into that stormtrooper elite squad with lightsabers in the comics. No, I don't think that's going to happen because the the ones, the ones in the comics have their own names and, like everything. Hey, so, hey, yeah. hey, Emily, this is some good news. I mean, I don't even know what the shit you're talking about. Oh, so. trust me, you agree with me. You agree with me. <laughs> it's it's pretty <laughs> wack. Stormtroopers yeah. with lightsabers. Yeah, that, that's why I dropped the comics. Like it was stuff okay. like that, and then the and the cyborg Akbar, where I'm like, yeah, I'm done. That's, that's enough. Yeah. I yeah. can't even. It's it's gonna take me twenty years to be able to ironically enjoy cyborg Akbar. Like. So bad. I've got my, you know, C3PO on battle droid head figure as like I ironically like I hate love this. I don't think I could ever it's just all negative with that that final page just like what (laughs) are you doing to me? It's horrible. Um Emily, Brittany, are you feeling Higher or lower after uh, Noah and Corey's detailed um, news about it and and what it could be? If the show is what Corey wants the show to be, like it's a show I would enjoy. I I really think the difference here is how optimistic we are in what like I think we all want the show to be the same thing. I think it's how optimistic we are of that happening, which is yeah. I am not at all optimistic about that happening. <laughs> totally understandable. How about you, Brittany? Yeah, we're doomed. <laughs> this isn't gonna work. Brittany. Yeah. Can I interest you in Disney Gallery, The Bad Batch? You mean Dave Filoni, The Bad Batch? (laughs) (laughs) They should call it Under the Hat. Let's go Under the Hat with Dave. That's amazing. Britney's facials right now. You're just like you're having Filoni triggered. I just want to wear the hat, okay? Like, I want to know what it's like to wear that hat. Like, I just can't think of the ideas that will pop in my head having to do with Ahsoka and clones. 
<laughs> like, it's wild, man. I picture Brittany and Dave Filoni in the hat and the hat like that episode of Seinfeld where Elaine rips the toupee off George and just like crunches it up in front of him and just like, see this? I don't like it. And then she like throws it out the window or something. That's um, that's my Brittany fanfic. San Diego <laughs> next year, Brittany. Oh my goodness. Oh, I will be there, but. I like the hat. I mean, like, the hat suits him, but I just, like, where would Dave Filoni be without the hat? Like, will he still have all the Ahsoka dreams, and uh, are they there? Like, I want to see what else, you know, he can come up with. I mean, it's we've seen the, the Mandalorian, the so. The hat is actually a sentient creature. That's where all the ideas are. It's all the, the hat, hat is a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I will say that uh, when Dave tweeted out about, you know, when Ahsoka's voice showed up in Rise of Skywalker, I was like, okay, she's she's dead. Uh, I'm glad that, you know, her story is going to have an ending. And then when Dave tweeted out, well, you know, you never know. I was like, no, no, please, please. I, I cannot, I, genuinely, I don't get upset about a lot of things with, with I do. But if... I was about to, I was about to say. Yeah, what am I talking uh, about? But no. if Ahsoka is alive in the sequel trilogy era. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would, as a huge Ahsoka fan, I would not be, be I, no, that would, that would suck. That should not yeah. be the case. Yeah. Well, I think, was I talking to you about this the other day, that my theory is that when the Ahsokas, whatever their, the species is, what is it? The true. The Grudas, yeah. yeah. When they get really old, the, the tentacles fall off and that's actually her at um at the Lars homestead at the end of the rise of skywalker because that's wow, how old you just made me hate that movie even more <laughs> that's how old she'd be because like like she's she's like 15 20 years older than luke skywalker yeah yeah that's one old Ahsoka. It'd be kind of weird if they cut right there and she says Ray Skywalker and she goes, "Wait, hold up, wait. <laughs> I I think I I think I know your 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 granddad." She goes, "Oh no no, I hope you don't know my granddad." Like, Snips' <laughs> granddaughter? Really? <laughs> oh man. Nah, that would be that. I like that theory though. Still, I like it. I like. Thanks, it. buddy. No, no. If you can, Makes a rise of Skywalker. I love that movie even more now. Thank you. I, I can, no. <laughs> someone could Photoshop that for a thumbnail. I could, I could get, um, I could get trending pretty, pretty damn soon. Yeah, I think so. All right, guys. So let's go through the pictures. You, you might need some pen and paper to, um, I want you to mark down your top three. Okay. Mm. So the first project is the Bad Batch. That's Dave Filoni's idea. Then you have got six years after the rise of Skywalker, Ray and the evil broom boy. <laughs> or you have got the young adventures of Jin, possibly with, um, oh my God, Forrest Whitaker. What's his, um, Saul Guerrero. Guerrero. Sorry about that one. Um, you've got pirate, Ship, 
Pirate Spaceship. Pirate Ship the Spaceship. The cartoon. Emily's one. You've got Luke Skywalker hanging out with Ahsoka. And then you've just got Luke Skywalker. No Ahsoka. And you can't vote for your own. Oh, easy. I I knew that was going to bum out Corey. Uh, Brittany, question. Yes, about your show. This is good. Good segment. The questions about the details. Excellent. Excellent. We're all Dave Filoni now. This is your 150 showing here. Where's my hat? I need a hat. <laughs> Shit, I don't have a hat. But All go. right, so we're gonna we're gonna get younger Jenner. So what what is the possibility of possibly other characters from Rogue oh, One showing up? Because that's going to affect my voting. <laughs> oh, I, I know where you're going with this. Oh, that's gonna. This is my my pen's about to. Emily, <laughs> might there be a young man in a cape? Glad you asked. You know, there might even be a man in a hat, in a very sloppy hat. <laughs> when um when Krennic was younger, he didn't wear a cape. He wore a poncho. Well, that was because it was raining on that planet. All right. That's his rain poncho. So he grew into the cape, is all. That was my head cannon. All right, that that is a very compelling question, though, Emily. Could, um, hmm. I, I have a question for you, Steele. Yes. Can we at least get like a, a cameo of Ahsoka meeting Luke? Hey, dude, I <laughs> want your vote. But nah. God. Oh, man. Steele goes up a number on Magus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and guys, don't worry. There'll be no Ahsoka Tano cameos in my gin show. You guys don't realize the, the amount of pain I've, I've just felt in that, in that moment. It's, it's pretty extreme. Anyway, was... can, can you just give me the, the, just, just, like, just the two-line pitch on your one again? I just want to really get a gist of what's going on. Set in the High Republic pirate ship going around doing piratey things and occasionally fucking with a Jedi. Oh, okay. That might, that might, you know, that, that uh, might've swayed my vote a little bit. I'm just shocked. Emily didn't say a critic series. I, I, I am shocked or like, like a (laughs) critic and Tarkin team up. (laughs) Here's the thing is what would that show actually be? It doesn't even have to be anything. It's just them doing stuff. Oh. I, I'd read a book about it. I don't think it can support a show. I'm trying to be at least slightly realistic. <laughs> Could just be them arguing over like all the time on the on the uh, Death Star. All right, I've. This turned out to be harder than I thought it was going to be. No, you made it very easy for me, Steel. Okay. <laughs> um all right wait there i'm just gonna fold some paper to make a score sheet all right Corey. so 
I think how we'll do it if you go from three to one. So your your lowest top, you know, like number three, number two, number one, and I'll score them like accordingly. So okay. So number, what's your number th- three. Number three would be the Jin Urso show. Um, I think that that's a cool concept. I love Jin, so I, I would love anything else with her in it. Um, at number two, I would say your Luke show, much to my dismay that yes. Ahsoka wouldn't be in it. But to be honest with you, like I would love to see Luke and Han. And this one shocks the hell out of me that I would say number one. It genuinely shocks the hell out of me. But I'll tell you why I want to see it is Noah's idea. Oh, for, yeah. For a post-Rise of Skywalker show. Because I want to see Broom Boy utterly devastate everyone for being left. I want Broom Boy to go nuts. Like, he, this poor guy... Opening scene. Opening Canto scene. bite. He's wrecking shop, dude. Dude. On I, everyone. I am in. Because because they Thank just you. left all of them there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want Broom Boy to just, like... Like, I want him to still have the ring, the resistance ring, so that when he ends up seeing them again, he takes it off and cuts it with the lightsaber. Wait, doesn't it totally ruin the end of The Last it Jedi? I don't I care. Like, I, I just want to see this guy. <laughs> I just, I think that it could symbol, well, you know, maybe he's filled with hope for like the first week. And then he's, <laughs> and then after that, he's like, oh, they're not coming back for me. Oh, it's been yeah, a year. Uh, oh, the Emperor's back. Oh, they're still torturing us. Like, I, I think uh, you're, I think you're Broombori. Broom Boy dream story is going to mirror your journey through the Bad Batch. You're okay for the first week, and then... But to be honest, I also really love Emily's idea um, with, 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 like, I really do. Um, I think that'd be cool, still. Canto Brit. Well, everyone's options were great options and i was oh. very happy to see the creativity that as the arm goes around to hug i feel like there's a there's a dagger <laughs> hidden in the hand no no as i'm holding my fist up okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um number three is the luke show featuring noah soka um oh. number two is Pirates. Yay. And number one is Evil Broom Boy. Oh, oh my god, look at that. <laughs> I really like two. that. Like that's just such a good idea. Like my only worry about that show would be like, what's you know, because there's gonna be a big battle between like Broom Boy or Luke and Luke or something, but like is Broom Boy gonna go away? Like I would hate that because you know when you have that really good bad guy, like the first yeah. season, then he goes away and they right. replace him with like the seventeenth yep. Inquisitor, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, Broom Boy will be there to stay for the entire series. All right. Wonderful. Listen, I don't know if this has come through on my podcast or not, but I love statistics. <laughs> love the numbers, right? So at the moment, I'm terrified because Broom Boy, Evil Broom Boy, is so far ahead, double anyone else's votes mm. with six. There we go. But here's the thing there's three more voters. Noah can't vote for his own idea. Nope. All right. Where will Emily sit on this? This is, I'm, I'm very interested, but well, let's go to, let's go to Noah first. 
All right. My three is uh, Luke with Noah Soka. Corey, I'm sorry. But we're gonna we've seen her enough. And I in the fact Oh dude, you tricking traitor. Corey, Corey, we're done. I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm sorry. a new ho- new co host. I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate your support with Broom Boy, but I'm just I we, wanna take it back. You, you've got enough Ahsoka. You've got enough Ahsoka. And I, the fact that we haven't seen Luke past return. But it of the makes Jedi, sense. It makes sense. It, you know, the seeing Luke and a you know, turn on the green lightsaber is definitely something I like to see. So that that's three. Uh my two is young Jin. I love Jen Erso, so I'd love to see that. And my number one is definitely Emily's pirate show. Yes. Because whenever you said fucking with the Jedi every now and then, I was like, okay, I'm on board. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> so that's that's where I'm going with my number one, the pirate show. I'm sorry, Corey. Don't shake your head at uh, me. Uh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll talk later. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well... As I don't know which way Emily's going to go, so I will throw my votes in now. And I'm not, I'm not doing this to to sway Emily either, because I'm sure she's hedge. I just realised now it'd be really sus. My number three pick is Luke Show with Ahsoka. Thanks. You're one vote, Corey. Thank you, Steel. <laughs> I knew you'd come through in some way. That's the last time we'll hear of that. <laughs> My two is going to go to Young Jin Erso. Uh, Noah, listen, buddy, hey, hey, putting listen. your hand up. No, hey, dog. I'm, there's I'm, no I'm, way <laughs> I'm going for evil broom boy, all right? You're like, what is going on? Yeah, I saw the hope. You, you had a fist of, like, I was like, let's go. Like, let's go. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for like it. the most desperate Oscar nominee. Just like, come on. He's ready for that hit. I am. And my number one is um, High Republic Pirate Ship. Emily Lint. All right. I mean, as as much as I want to see like Ray and and Finn, I can't I can't deal with with Evil Broom Boy because I'm very precious about the end of the Last Jedi. Um, and at my love for Ryan Johnson, and so I can't I can't I can't have that hope be dashed even if it means i have to agree with steel on something (laughs) (laughs) i think ryan would love the show honestly i think he would be a huge proponent of the show Uh, yeah you gotta think i mean i like i didn't think about this until just now but finn and rose were like this is terrible all right bye and yeah they freaking left them and they just the kids kids are like all right let's play with uh wheat as our toy this is luke skywalker it's it's not it's not it's not finn and rose's fault that 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 like jj abrams went fuck all that shit (laughs) <laughs> very true you got so, a point there. okay three is going to be okay when okay when with the with the bad batch are we including what i what Corey wants the bad batch to be or what i think the bad batch is actually going to be you, you can the bad batch vote can be whatever you want it to be yeah Oh, the Bad Batch was an option. Yes. <laughs> I would have changed mine up a little bit, but go ahead. It just, it's so telling that no one's chosen it at all. <laughs> I, I did. I forgot that it was an option. <laughs> That's also would not you a have chosen time. it, though, Corey? 
Yeah, probably, to be honest. What ranking? Like, we're going to do, like, a redo. Like, let's no, go we'll, back let's, in time. I'll let, I'll let Emily go, and then we'll do, no, we'll no, do no, a special no, no. edition I, later I, I, on. No, no, I can't deal with this not being, like, the, the, the like, I, I, I can't, the stats. Okay, then, then nobody, then we're not considering the Bad Batch at all. Like, nobody else did. I, I'll just won't yeah. talk about it. Okay. So yeah. okay. then I'm going to go with number three is going to be Luke with Ahsoka. Ah, oh, yes. Two votes. <laughs> number two is going to be Luke without Ahsoka. Yes. And number one is going to be Jin or so because I like Jin and also because I think I could probably convince Brittany to write in Mendo. <laughs> this is great. All right. I'm just doing some quick tally in here. This is very exciting to see what the new Star Wars cartoon is going to be. <laughs> oh, no. Emily, though, would you rather Broom Boy actually be seen again? Or do you just, you know, because if, if he's not going to do the, be in this show... You probably won't see him ever again anyway. No, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I like the idea of Broom Boy represents. Like, I don't, I don't like, I don't care about like ever after seeing him again. He's not a character. He's uh, yeah, right. Like manifestation. He was more of a. Of he was a message. He was a message. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm up for more Broom Boy. Ignite the bo- broom, I say. Sweep the broom. <laughs> All right, the broom. guys. The results are in, and they're controversial. Mm. We're gonna have to go down to a sudden death. Uh-oh. Oh. But speaking of sudden deaths, with a mere two votes. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait for this podcast to come out and everyone to hear this and be like, "Wow, wow." Yeah. Hey, one of those <laughs> votes was mine, buddy. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Hey. Thank you. I, 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 Emily and Steele, forever in my hearts, but Brittany and Noah. Oh, man. <laughs> Brittany's cold. She's, she just doesn't bat an eyelid at your pain, I don't think. Corey's just greedy with Ahsoka, man. You're going to get her a Mandalorian. You got season seven. You're getting her a sequel series for Rebels. You got enough Ahsoka, man. He's spoiled that, with the Tano. He is. Right. That's right. <laughs> I, I think the thing, I've, I've just worked it out. The thing with Brittany is, because she's sitting in bed, it's like a power play. <laughs> like, I'm sitting at a desk. Do you know how much the amount of effort it takes for me to sit at a desk? And, yeah, I, I feel like I'm getting negged here. But, um, <laughs> hmm. all right. So, Ahsoka with Luke Skywalker doing very badly. Equal third. With six votes, we've got Ray and Finn fresh off a six-year vacation, coming face to face with evil Broom Boy, and then you've got Luke Skywalker, no Ahsoka involvement, igniting the green. But equal first place, Kathleen does not know what to do. With eight votes, this could start a Canto Bite Civil War. Young Jin Erso up against Pirate Spaceship in the High Republic. 
So, as is tradition in the first ever vote-off on the show, we will have a sudden death. Noah. Yes. Corey. Corey's mad, so... <laughs> Corey, are you going Jin Erso, Young, or High Republic Pirate Spaceship? God, um, I, I'm sorry, I gotta go with Jin. I, you know what? I am, I am taking my point <laughs> away from Corey. <laughs> Emily's putting the Bad Batch there instead. Yes. <laughs> Noah Outlaw. Young Jin uh, Erso or High Republic Pirate Spaceship. They're they're both great. You know, they're both great ideas, but I think I I want I want to get into these new eras of Star Wars. And I think the High Republic's interesting to me, so I'm gonna go with the pirate show. I'm gonna go with that. I like Jin, but Pirate Show, new time period. I feel like there's a lot more to see and a lot more to learn about. Respectable answer. There you go. And but I'd love to see your show, Brittany. I really would. Thank you. I'd love to see yours too. <laughs> Thank you. I, I would actually like actively try to halt production of Evil Broom Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be going past the studios. I'd be burning hats. I'd be doing whatever I had to do to not say oh, that. Man. Thank but you for your, your support, man. In the sudden death between Jin Erso and Pirate Spaceship in the New Republic or the High Republic, I've got to tell you, Noah Outlaw makes some compelling points. I want a new era. I want some new action. With a win, greenlit. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you, Pirates. Thank you, Emily Lind. We are heading off to the High Republic on a pirate ship in space. Let me ask you this, Emily. Yes. Can the spaceship land in water? I mean, it can survive landing in water. And Jin Erso <laughs> takes the win. Hey, wait, first up, Brittany, mm-hmm. can Jin Erso land in water? I don't know if she can swim. All right, we're back to Emily. I did want some water in this pirate spaceship. I, I think that's a, a very compelling. Um, would, would they be like kind of like anti-heroes? I was thinking, like, tonally, probably, I don't know if you ever watched Firefly, but, like, that sort of thing. Like, they're not, they're not, like, horrific rapists and murderers like actual pirates are, but they're not, you know, they're not, like, heart of gold Robin Hood either. Mm. Oh, I gotta be honest, like, that would have, I think, swayed my opinion a little bit, because I was thinking, like, Hondo. Corey, how bad does this series have to be for you not to buy the Funko Pops? Which series? The Bad Batch. 
I don't currently own a Funko Pop aside from the Cad Bane. No way. Yeah. So. I don't. Th- yeah. So I. I'm not gonna get them. <laughs> Even if it's amazing, I guess Corey isn't gonna get the Funko. Funko well, I'll probably get them and then end up selling them at six months after. So <laughs> right. That's what's gonna happen. That's, that's the realistic. That's so yes. The realistic. That's. I'll be honest. I don't know why I bought this. Like I, I was so excited about the Clone Wars coming back that I had to get this this hunter life-size standee and then it's just here all the time and then i i don't i it's it, it freaks me out first and foremost when like i forget that i have it that's was the terrifying. headband included Corey? no but I yeah should, i've been me. eyeing that boy yeah. like all night yeah. and i'm just sitting here i'm like who is that what is that how much was that like that's too much <laughs> i hope you didn't spend a lot on that because like who is he that's that's hunter from the bad batch you should have pitched a, a hunter, just a hunter solo. <laughs> Could have got Britney's vote with that one. Well, guys, that was um, that was super fun. I uh, have to thank you all for coming on. I've had a uh, a delightful time. I it, it's it's weird. It's I don't get to talk to a large like I haven't talked to this amount of people yeah. for like eight years. <laughs> eight years <laughs> wow. sounds right yeah it's like you know how there's a theory it might be canon i don't know but on dagobah like time lasts longer like luke was on dagobah longer than like han was on bespin or something have you guys yeah, heard yeah. that yeah i've heard the theory yeah, yeah yeah i feel like that's what's happening now i agree is yeah. it's only been four months or whatever but like in this bubble under this mask time goes far slower so thanks guys it's been uh it's been good to chat let the good people know where you can find your content and tweets and such emily lind uh so Brittany and i do a podcast called the cantabite dispatch and it's on Twitter and Instagram at Cantabite Pod. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. And I also do a podcast about Vin Diesel movies. And it's called <laughs> The Fan and the Furious. And please check it out. We started talking about the Fast and the Furious franchise. And now we're going through Vin Diesel's entire filmography and trying to unravel the mystery of one of the most interesting actors around. Oh my god, I I've, love that. That's I awesome. fucking love that. That's amazing. To <laughs> get Vinny in, so he'd be a good Mandalorian bounty hunter for a week or something. Get him going. Get him going. Uh, Canto Brit, where you at, buddy? You can find me on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger and Canto Brit on Twitter. And uh, again, congratulations on the anniversary. I just love listening to you guys Aww, every thank week. You. It's um, it's it, it 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 genuinely makes my week better. I, I very much listen to you guys chat. Corey, where you at, buddy? Hmm. Yeah, you can follow me at Corey underscore Wolfpack on Twitter, as well as KR Transmissions on Twitter. Uh, obviously, me and Noah run Kessel Run Transmissions on YouTube, uh, so you can find us there. 
Um, and the links to all our other podcasts and whatnot are on that channel. Uh, I put I put out a couple other deeper podcasts from time to time, so I'm starting to do that a little bit more. And um, yeah, that is where you can find me. Noah. You can follow me on Twitter at Outlaw Noah and on Instagram at the Outlaw Noah. And like Corey said, Kessel Run Transmissions. We have Kessel Run Radio uh, every Wednesday. Um, yeah, and uh, a bunch of other stuff. We do reactions to like when Mandalorian come, season two comes out, and when the Bad Batch comes out, we're going to be pumping out reactions so you can see uh, if our fears come to fruition uh, right right as it happens. So the um, yeah, I've I've been loving the channel. I my Thanks, my dude. favorite thing, and I, I don't mean to, to leave you out of this one, Noah, but watching Corey watch that final Clone Wars episode oh, yeah. was just like it was like watching someone's like childhood trip through Disneyland or something. It was <laughs> just immaculate. And I have to say um, I texted Corey about this. Massive congratulations for the scoop. Um, you came through with the goods, guys, and it's 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 hard to run a um, a fact based Star Wars news channel on YouTube, yeah. but you uh, you got the goods, buddy. So uh, salute to you guys. Nicely done. Uh, you can follow us at Steel Wars on everything. And check out, if you are new to the show on YouTube, a multitude of uh, interviews with people from Star Wars films, from J.J. Abrams to Harrison Ford, and then podcast interviews with one of the stars of Britney's Young Jin Erso Animated Adventures, director Krennic, Mendo himself. So uh, check that out. Thank you guys so much. It has been a treat. Yes. Do you want me to give you a little sizzle? Oh, wow. This is like an after credit uh -oh. scene. <laughs> wow. We've got the beanied Feige here. Just. Oh no my. idea what he's, no idea what he's about to say. So. Uh, wow. Wait, wait, wait there. I, I just, I, I'm, I just want to get this on. I'm, 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 I'm cracking a beer for this. Wow. It's... Yes, yes, yes. Great, great. So, yeah, I figured I'd give you a little, little, little something. Um, for all of you guys who are a fan of Solo, a Star Wars story, we can say that we've heard some things that will make you happy very soon. Yes. So there's your sizzle. <laughs> is this about a new Star Wars news.net t-shirt or <laughs> okay very interesting very interesting I um I definitely know those guys as ears will prick up to that and um oh which by the way that has nothing to do with what Alden said because I know that just came out too and <laughs> there's no correlation no, between yeah, no correlation between that okay well we await further uh, news on that one thank you guys so much it has been a treat if you enjoyed the show make sure you um give us a sweet thumbs up on youtube or a five-star review on itunes or a retweet on twitter the home of retweets and may that force be with you
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.